Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. We were basically looking at the boat that we believed had Hecaton on it. And we basically just went straight for the ship. And so I landed on the ship and thought, oh, if I could just get the, the guy awake, but was instantly taken out of the fight by a giant wall of force. Uh, well, and before that, you were flying, and Calic breached. Yeah, yeah that's right. Calic jumped out of the water and grabbed my legs. <laughs> um, and then we made our way back to the ship. While you blocked many spears. Took one spear. Took one for you. Took one for me. And then we... You went back underwater and started punching mer people. <laughs> and I was rolling around the ship in a, in a giant hamster ball. That's <laughs> true. Um, I managed to get one hypnotized spell off before that happened and incapacitated a few. And then Aspen went to the crow's nest and just <laughs> tried to pick people off from up there. And there was this... People trying to climb up the pole and sliding down and getting to the top of the pole, but then getting gusted off the pole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were not the most elegant pirates. Heroes Not Included, Season 2. All right, uh, the first mate. <laughs> so he's going to use his short sword, and he's going to swing twice at the captain, the first mate is. And he misses, and he misses. Aspen, you can th- finish cutting things on this turn if you decide not to attack. You can totally cut Hecaton's bonds. I have 19 hit points. I can't drink a potion and cut bonds, can I? Mm-hmm. Potion drinking is an action. Well, you can't cut anything dead, so... <laughs> That's true. I'm going to chug this potion of greater healing. Because as much as I would like to free Hecaton in this moment, I would also like to not die. So. Well, you have a sneaking suspicion, uh, maybe before you spend your potion... That if I cut his bonds, he's just going to pop up. Well, you have a sneaking suspicion that cutting the bonds might break the spell. And oh, okay. there's not a lot left of the boat. So if you do drink the potion, you might just invigorate yourself long enough to drown. Well, I have a, I have a plan for that one. But if I have this... this Not that Calic's worried about drowning. Right. Nope. If I have this niggling oh, no, feeling in the back in. of my head <laughs> that cutting the bonds will end the spell that he's under, I guess I will spend the round cutting bonds. Okay. With a big sigh. Okay. You cut the last of a bond, and sure enough, that seems to break some kind of spell and wakes Hecaton from his stasis. And he immediately rises up. Oh, I hang on to <laughs> whatever, he, whatever is closest. To his full height, yep. standing on his this sinking boat. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks around and it's he like sees... like standing up on a paddleboard. <laughs> sees the kraken 
you know, pulling the bolt apart. He sees these humans and, uh, you know, he... He raises his left arm and sees Aspen dangling off his elbow. <laughs> and he sees the, uh, the first mate. And looking in his direction, he says, Lord's Alliance indeed! I'll see your alliance wrecked upon the waves for this treachery! Wait, what? And with that, Hecatong attacks. Yay! He brings his fist down. Hopefully his right one. Not his left. <laughs> <laughs> bad idea! Bad idea! Why did I have to grab onto the shirt sleeve? Um, brings his fist down, and he is going to see if he can... Uh, he also grabs um, what's left of the mass, and he's going to use that as... It's a great club. <laughs> as a pokey great club thing. Nice. Resourceful, I like it. Well, you don't get to be king and not be resourceful. Right? That's true. Glad we aren't fighting him. No, 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 we're good. We we're good. We're on your yet. side. <laughs> we we found you. All right, yeah, he uh, smashes into the first mate with his fist. And... Smashes into the first mate with his other fist. Uh, Aspen, give me a dexterity check. See if you can still hang on. Uh, nope. Nope. That's a that's a ten. That's a ten. Yeah, yeah you uh, find yourself on the deck. Uh, and the first mate uh, finds himself with uh, some various broken body parts. Aylbard, thoughts? Uh, what would you like to do? I, I'd like to swim up. Okay, yes, you find yourself on the surface. Um, can I, is there anything to climb? There's not a lot left to climb onto. There's a lot of debris floating. Yeah, but there's nothing like, no way for me to get on the boat. You could, you could still get on the boat. It's, it's tough to call it a boat Which at this part point. of the boat would you yeah. have to get on? It's, it's more like climbing onto, um, a large mass of wood that is still tied together. But it looks as though the Kraken is dragging the boat under. You see Hecaton stand up, and he starts smashing the living daylights out of the forecastle. You see the captain leap out of the way. You see Malthus laughing with glee as he is enjoying this sight. And who's standing around the captain, or who's nearby the captain? Well, the first mate uh, was by the captain, and now the first mate is trying not to become jam. Mm-hmm. Um, the crew members uh, were there, but the crew members perished immediately mm-hmm. uh, under Hecaton's rage. So... Really, you have the first mate, the captain. Uh, you see Aspen come flying off of Hecaton as though he had been hanging on to Hecaton mm-hmm. and lands on the deck. The captain, the first mate, and uh, Hecaton are engaged? Yes. Okay. And Aspen, kind of. If um, by engaged, you mean lying prone next to them. And I say, stab him again, you little ass! <laughs> <laughs> ah! Okay. I have him do that. All right. Fifteen? Fifteen, that's a hit. Okay. Give me a DC-11 con save. All right, he succeeds. Then it is seven points of damage. He stabs him. <laughs> you, hear, you hear Hecaton roar again. Mm-hmm. I will smash the entire world of you small folk once and for all for your evil deeds. Okay. Anything else you're doing here, boy? Um, I think that's it for me. Okay. Just gonna float? 
Find a yeah, trying work. to keep above water. Hang on. I don't know. Does it learn how to swim? Uh, or is it more of a dog pedal to the thing that the big floaty piece of wood? I think it's dog pedal to the big floaty piece of wood. Okay. Just curious. I mean, you know Calic's in the water somewhere, right? Yeah. Are you? Calic! Uh, so I appear randomly. Where okay. would you like to put me? <laughs> Within oh, 10 it, foot. It was, it, it was random. 10 feet from where you appeared? Well, I was originally where Hecaton was, but unfortunately he takes where up... Where Hecaton's fist was. Yeah, yeah, he takes up some space, so now you get to put me somewhere around that. Well, you're still up on the forward castle. Yeah. If you appear back where you were, then you appear next to the captain. Okay. If that's where you were. That's where I was, yeah. I mean, he moved out of the way, him. and there's now a huge smashed okay. part of the forward castle where the fist went through it. Okay. Uh, I appear and punch. Okay. 20... That's and 19. It. That's it. So that's 8 damage. 19 total damage. Yeah, the captain is laying on uh, the deck. And, uh, you know, you have broken just about every bone he has. <laughs> and uh, you see he is uh, not long for this world. Great. So I raise my foot. Okay. Uh, 13? Uh, miss. Okay. Raise my foot. 24 and 29. Oh, crit. Yes. Okay. So the, we'll go with the 24 hit now. <laughs> okay. And that one is six. Okay. So uh, tell me, how do you kill the captain? I stomp his face up. Smash. <laughs> All right. You smash his face in. It's like that sumo where they, they like, swing their outer foot out and smack. <laughs> That's what happened. I was like, <laughs> Nice. Down goes the captain. Uh, is the first mate still near there? Mm-hmm. I move to him, and I crit on him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, 22. 22. One punch. 22 for damage? Yeah. A ridiculous amount of damage yeah, no, for a single not. punch. That's because of the, all the monk unarmed stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Captain's dead. Hecaton kind of looks around for a, for a moment, realizes the I disappeared, by the way. Okay. <laughs> Realizes the situation that he is in, and he shifts his weight and reaches over, and you see on the very front of the forecastle is a ballista, and he just pulls it out of the deck, and he turns and he fires it at the Kraken, and the Kraken says, what? Shut up, ping pong ball at me. Um, the first mate is not entirely sure what to do in this situation, as you can imagine. <laughs> Faced with either death at the Kraken, death from Hecaton, death from this crazy-ass blue dwarf monk sea fish thing. That disappears randomly. That disappears <laughs> randomly. He's not entirely sure if it's even real, but it really <laughs> did damage. So he, he showed up and he did punch me. So whatever that thing is, it's it's obviously real. <laughs> uh, so you know he has a lot of difficult choices to make, and he decides because again he is uh, exceptional at making decisions to try and get away. And so to he where? dives off what's left of the ship into the water. He's going to try and swim away. Aspen. I'm going to check this potion of greater healing. So I gain 12. Excellent. Points. Yeah, I guess that's what I do. Okay. Aobard. Okay. You see this first mate dive into the water, trying to get away from everything that you see going on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he dives right by you. 
Okay, here's what I do. Simultaneously, I grab the amulet around my chest, and I cast Fly. And I head straight towards Hecaton's back, and I'm guessing he's, you know, facing this. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's taking a ballistic like this, and he's just <laughs> fired it at the Kraken. As I'm flying towards the back of the king, mm-hmm. I'm reaching into the bag of holding to pull that conch shell back out again. Okay. And I'm screaming, We have to get out of here! <laughs> and screaming it as I okay. fly towards the back. You're going to be able to get to the back of Hecaton in, in moments. I get to the back of him and just hover nearby. Okay. And I'm holding the conch shell. I'm hoping he's kind of... I'm just seeing, like, basically shoulder blades, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just wall of flesh. And I'm looking for those guys just yelling about... about okay. We have to get I'm, out. like, right out. below you. Oh, you're right below me? Yeah, I was right next to him. You can't see where Calig is, but you can see me. I'm, like, flat on my back. I look like I just sat up and I chugged the healing potion. I set a reaction. So <laughs> I see him, I fly down where I get to, like, shin level on this. Touch everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Calic, it's your turn. So I look around for Aspen. I can't see Eobar because he's behind Hecaton. You see Aspen guggling down a potion at Hecaton's feet, trying not to be stepped on. Uh, I flip down to him. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I land on what little is left of the deck. I guess I would be partially, I don't know, probably within sight of you at this point. Reaction. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm just making sure Aspen's okay. So I just start blowing that horn. I give it the full dizzy. <laughs> full dizzy. <laughs> Cheeks puffed up. All right, you blow. And uh, you find yourself uh, standing in a room that has now become familiar to you in Maelstrom. <laughs> I instantly drop my hand. Like, Con, put my hands up. Okay. <laughs> the universal sign. Of, Don't hit. <laughs> Only the room is slightly different than you recall. Namely, there is a very, very large storm giant standing there. I should say it's all a blue dragon theme now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no! I thought it was going to be a. You have a very, very bad feeling. Yeah. And he turns around on you. <laughs> And he says, Lord Alliance Spies! No, 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 no! And I scramble into Aobard's bag and I pull out the writ that, that Ceresa gave us. Your daughter sent us! <laughs> <laughs> he, a hand faster than you can react, picks you up. Volkswagen <laughs> bus swings <laughs> Just from. The force at which he moved, you take five points of damage. And he has you... A motion sick, too. And he says, Who are you? And you realize that homeboy Mm -hmm. has that that morning breath. Been sleeping. (laughs) Snoring on a boat. Uh, my name is Aspen Tamble, and I'm here with Lord Eobard Thawne and our friend Calic, and your daughter sent us to go find you. Well, your daughter sent us to go find you after we got here because the Lord of the Lions originally sent us, but then we found out that the Kraken Society took you, and that was that boat that you were on, and then we found you, and your daughter sent us, and that's why we had the conch, and that's why we were able to do all this, and, uh, you're squeezing really tight. Could you please let me go? <laughs> I say, Yeah. <laughs> Inspiration. <I should. laughs> he says, Read. 
Okay, but the DM didn't actually give me what this says, so uh, do your best Aspen voice, I guess. Well, you can just say that you read it. I, I read the paper. Okay. <laughs> says we're good. It says you better send us. It says you should never kill us. And in fact, set us down gently. <laughs> you get done reading the writ and explaining everything that has just happened, and I need you to give me a... Charisma Persuasion check. I'm actually not terrible at this. That's a 19. All right. He uh, sets you down. I resheathe my dagger. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Good choice. (laughs) Otherwise, you, sir, we're going to find out what your blood sugar level was. (laughs) And he looks at all three of you, and he says... The gnome called you Lord. Lord of what? I say, previously, Lord of Fangstone. Now now apparently Lord of a giant home for stone giants. And you see, he kind of takes a quizzical look on his face. Many happy people that are much flatter now. Stone giants have attacked your home? I, I, I wave my arms around. They've attacked all of our homes. And he says... Not vigorously. He says... It's the Ording. And as he puts you down, come running down the steps, tears streaming from her face, is Sarissa. And he immediately turns, and she jumps from, like, the second or third step. And he... Uh, catches her in his arms. For reference, how tall is he and how tall is her? So I can get an idea of scale. Well, so he is um, scraping 40 feet. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is a, an adolescent. So she's coming in around 30 to 35. Somewhere okay. So Takes her in his arms, spins her around. Uh, some words are exchanged in giant. And he sets her down. And I wave. She immediately turns to the three of you and says, Thank you so much. I will forever be indebted to you for returning my father. And Hecaton uh, looks down at the three of you and says, Please, join me in the throne room. And he walks up the stairs. Yeah. Yep. Nothing to say. I would just follow follow on up the stairs. (laughs) 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 Getting up the stairs. I got fly this time. We see it. (laughs) He might have a spell slot available still. He spent spent video game rules are when you level. All your XP comes back. (laughs) (laughs) He spent most of the fight, remember, in a bubble. So he actually has more things available than the rest of you. Yeah, but he had cast fly a couple of times to get to the boat. Yeah. (laughs) It takes... Uh, all of you, obviously, longer to get to the <laughs> throne room. By the time you arrive at the throne room... It's an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is filled with uh, storm giants and a variety of other giants. Like how many? It smells like feet here. The, uh, yeah, the auditorium is full. <laughs> so you count somewhere in the range of 50 okay. or so giants. Uh, you notice that a certain fire giant lord is uh, sitting in the auditorium. Oh, no. <laughs> you see... I give him a wink. You see, <laughs> half his face looks like it's been collapsed. 
and uh, you see what looks like the stump of an arm. Ha! <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he's uh, sitting with one of his legs kind of stretched out in front of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not wearing any, like, pieces of axe or any bullshit like that. <laughs> no, you don't see any of that on him. Uh, but yeah, he looks uh, as very worse for wear. Good. You see Hecaton, and he is sitting on the Worm's Skull throne. And as soon as you arrive, he says, Ah, our guests have arrived. Now to business. And he turns, uh, and he looks at all the giants, and he says, I hereby reestablish the Ording. Zalto, it has come to my attention that you are causing trouble in the north. Well, while he's going on, I, I look at you guys, and I just kind of like point at the door. Restored. Nobody? Do I see Zephyros here? Yes, Zephyros is here. He's up in the top. On the on the top row. I look back and I wave. And he, you see you see <laughs> he kinda does he kinda does this huge kind of wave and it's, it has kind of this pageantry sense to it about it. There's a sense of pageantry about him. Zalta kind of cowers under the gaze of Hecaton, he says. It has come to my attention that you have rebuilt a colossus. A colossus? There's more than one? <laughs> and that you have aligned yourself Excuse me. <laughs> with the drow. Bum, bum, bum. Yes. He says, do you deny these charges? You see Zaltel kind of stand up, sort of. You can see that he can't put any weight on the one leg. It looks uh, lame. With half his face completely smashed, he says, My lord, I have done no such thing. I have sought only your return. And Hecaton says, And you lie now in my court. For that, I will confiscate your lands, and your wealth. And he turns and he looks at another fire giant, and he says, Erto, you are now lord of the ice spires, and I trust that you will manage it better than Zalto. And the fire giant stands up and he says, Yes, my lord. And he turns and he looks at Zalto as he bows towards Hecaton, and he says, with pleasure. He says, Now, there is one more business to attend to here immediately. All present, you will stop raiding the lands of the small folk. If I hear that raiding has continued, I will deal with you personally. And you see that around him kind of begins to form this cloud. He's about to throw a fit. We know what this means. Hope he's about to dole out reparations. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I want to know where the claims department claims is. Department is. <laughs> what do you mean intricate? So wait, the yellow one goes where, and the ochre one goes where? I don't know how many people died. <laughs> Depends on what you define as people. <laughs> and he looks down at the three of you, and he says, "Small folk, for your part in rescuing me, I grant you this boom." And he makes a motion, and you see Uthor 
walk out, and he places this package that looks really small in his hand, but of reasonable size in front of you. Is that another conch? Because we already got one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could probably gift it to somebody else. It's one of those things. But... I blow it to show him. <laughs> and then from way down the hall, you're coming! <laughs> <laughs> just, just cut it by a minute! I'm right there! <laughs> God, why are you stare so tall? 30 minutes. <laughs> I didn't think it would work here. <laughs> you should really gate that thing. <laughs> and sitting on a pillow, you see a dragon claw. And it is coated in silver. And you see inscribed upon it a dragon rune. Oh, yes, one of these. <laughs> can never have too there, many of these. We can never have too many of these. Beautiful. <laughs> And he says, Now, there is a dragon that must be dealt with. And then he turns and he looks at the three of you, and he says, It is my assumption that you are desirous for vengeance upon the dragon that has created this chaos and torn your homelands. Probably not nearly as much as you, my lord, the person <laughs> whom they went out of their way to kidnap. And killed your and family. <coughs> um, um, your dragons are not daughters. really our thing. There is a group in the other lands, Oh, though. man, have you heard about They handle dragons pretty well. Oh, I heard, no dra- <laughs> I heard the dragons tremble. Do you not want vengeance? Oh, we'll watch. Don't get me wrong. I would like news of vengeance, yes. <laughs> he says, you understand that this dragon knows who you are. Yes, we know who she is. And blue dragons tend to go look. Wait, did she get away? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I thought she was like in the brig. No, oh. that was their sisters. I say, yeah, let's go get her. <laughs> and a long, long pause as we just sort of stare at each other. Yeah. I stare up. Okay. <laughs> he says, Ah, good. I had hoped that you were men of honor. Uthor, prepare my bodyguards. I'm going dragon hunting. Uh, Oh. My lord, before we uh, formally move on through this other business, I would uh, like to request um, a a small kindness if if I could impose so much upon you. Um, It's double small to you. (laughs) Tiny even. It is double small, and I know that it shall probably anger at least one in this room, but I would request that whatever remains of the body of my friend who was killed in Lord Zalto's uh, fortress uh, be returned to his people or to my people, and I can arrange transport. And he stops and he looks over in Zalto's direction. Zalto! Do you know of whom the wee one speaks? A furry guy. (laughs) (laughs) He says, Yes, I have him. Then you will free him, Zalto says. Yes, my lord, he will be freed. But I warn you, my lord, he is no lover of giants. It's the reason I didn't say his name. Mm-hmm. And Hecaton says, This concerns me not. If he has a beef with me, he may come here and face me. <clears throat> Don't say that to him, though. Just 
Yeah. Yeah, don't don't mention that. Don't don't (laughs) offer the window or the door. Says, I fear no one. No, we just kind of want them alive. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We're not worried about you, Hecaton. Let's just be clear here. Yeah, we we know what you can do. We got that. But we also know that it would happen. (laughs) He says, Are there any other requests? So I do cast fly, but, and okay. I go right up to, right up to him, and I say, "Do you make yourself a, uh, a level with him yeah, on I'm the throne? Like, like, like here, so I, level with him on the throne? Huh, huh? Oh no, 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 okay, just below high. Okay, <laughs> I give a proper bow. And I just, I just say, it occurs to me that we have two problems. We have this kraken that's terrifying, and we have this, this problem of this giant colossus thing." I'm just saying, the ticket sales. There's <laughs> something like this: the rumble in the trackless. The trackless. The rumble in the trackless. The motion on the ocean. The the the, the, t- the the hottest event of the of the millennium. The giant colossus on this side. The bad boy powered by the spawn of fire itself against the water kraken. <laughs> Denzian of the deep. And for, you know, 10%, I would be willing to, to set up the, you know, concession stands and such. You are an entrepreneurial sort, aren't you? I, I got a kingdom to rebuild. Mm. The Colossus is being dismantled. <laughs> and then I fly back down. <laughs> Good Zelda. Good try. It would have been so amazing. <laughs> That would have been that would have been pretty badass. He says, "The Colossus is being dismantled, and the Dawn Titan will be returned to Gongolgrim." That's good. I know people who would appreciate that. So I'm just imagining miles of ships with bleachers set up upon them, and then we're in a massive circle. This great scheme, and it turns out that Elbard goes down in history as the orchestrator of the largest slaughter in human history. <laughs> Greatest tsunami. It's like, oh, the waves! Oh, <laughs> oh the smoke that engulfed the planet. For, for thousands of years, the tale is told of Elbard, the person who inadvertently yes. killed 20,000 people in a go. Entire coast. You still see that inadvertently. That would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> Aobard. Was my plan. <laughs> well, you are. From, from now on, you're known as Aobard the Inadvertent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Now, my lords and ladies, you are dismissed. And he, again, he turns it back to Uthor. He says, Uthor, bring my bodyguards. You shall take care of Maelstrom in my absence. He looks down at you and he says, it is time that we hunt a dragon. Great. Tomorrow? <laughs> hey, can we sleep in the dollhouse first? <laughs> I need a nap. First thing in the morning. <laughs> How do you know if it's morning down here? Vengeance can't wait till after <laughs> breakfast. Vengeance is best served on a full tummy? Yeah. <laughs> How long is the travel? May I sleep on the ship? Okay. <laughs> or are we partying through your meditation room? Climb <laughs> out bug beds right between his shoulder blades. <laughs> yeah, right. He says, um, we leave in the morning. Wonderful choice, sir. And at that, he stands up and you see Uthor motioning and you see four very mean-looking storm giants. 
None of them were the kind of clueless ones that were guarding before, right? <laughs> no, these aren't the guards. These are the personal bodyguards of Hecaton. And all of them look mean. They look like they have definitely earned it and are uh, capable of well, yeah, holding they, their own. They gotta show Daddy they're good now. <laughs> no, no, these, the, well, these are the bodyguards. He was out without them. He had left without no. them. That's how he got captured. Mm. Uh, he's not going to make the same mistake twice. All right. One of the guards, who by now knows all of you really well, leans over and he says, If you wouldn't find it offensive, I'd be happy to hold you, to take you to your quarters for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Aobard Did you wash your hands? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, please wash your hands. I don't want to smell like pennies. Uh, <laughs> he puts down his hand for all of you to climb up onto his arm and into his hand. And he begins walking. And as he begins walking out of the throne room, you hear, um, Well, hello! Severus! I had hoped to see you here. In this most fabulous of places. Ah-ha-ha! You missed all the drama with the dragon earlier. You would have loved it. It was intense. Drama? Do tell. Oh, my. I love drama. So I spend, I assume, is he just following us? Yeah, he's just walking along. So I spend the length of the walking time uh, filling him in about Imrith and the drama that had unfolded in the court when he was not there. Mm. He says, now he should have been. He says, If only I had been there, then I could have used the greatest and most powerful full, full, full magics, magics, magics to end, end, end that dragon, dragon, dragon. Still good? Is it still good? <laughs> still, it's very still do it for you? Yeah. As good as the first Golf time. Clapping. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, the next time you find yourself out amongst the clouds, stop by. We'll have some tea. Sounds good. The guard puts you down in front of uh, the quote-unquote dollhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you find that since your last visit, it has been freshly restocked and as comfortable as before. All right, anything you want to do at night? Or do we continue on? Um, I think just sleep and re- and heal. Okay. Rest. All right. So, long rest, everybody. Full rest. Yes. You are all awoken to a chime. Like a nice chime or an obnoxious chime? Nice chime. And you hear a voice that is obviously intending itself to be quiet that is still nonetheless rather loud, say, the king requests your presence. And it kind of booms <clears throat> down through your your area. Yeah, well, I just kind of pop up and... Load up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guard I'm getting who... faster dressing myself. That's good. I think. Less ties in, mm-hmm. in wrong places. Uh-huh. <laughs> it helps to do it repeatedly. It helps get that press the digitation spell. <laughs> It's all about building that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you uh, make your way out. You find the guard who had escorted you uh, the evening prior. And uh, he, again, offers his hand. And he walks you through several cold hallways until you find yourself in a room you haven't seen before. And there, clad in some magnificent-looking armor, 
surrounded by his bodyguards, is Hecaton. What does the armor look like? It is pearlescent in color. Ooh, fancy. And it's like plate? Yeah, it looks like half plate. Is it mother of half plate? Mother of half plate. (laughs) (laughs) He looks down on all of you and says, Are you ready to hunt a dragon? Yes. What do you know of Immereth? She's blue. Treacherous. Horribly treacherous. She's blue. She's pretty big, and I describe her rough dimensions when we saw her in the temple. Indeed, she is an ancient dragon. Yikes. What do you know about her? (laughs) She is called the Doom of the Desert. She is also called the Dragon of Statues. Because she collects living things and turns them into statues. We have it on good authority that she has made a lair in an old amphitheater in Ascor, an ancient dwarven city that has now crumbled to ruin in the Anorak. We'll be traveling first by whale and then by rock. By, by whale? Yes. I'm more scared about rock. Uh... <laughs> I say, I've never faced a dragon, but... I'm guessing it is not a super straightforward endeavor to fight a dragon, particularly one of these ancient ones. What exactly is your plan to just go in and punch? We will lure her out, and then we will destroy her. Um, When you fight a dragon, aren't you also fighting a mage? She will have magic that she will be using, but we have magics of our own. And he uh, reaches into a pouch, and he pulls out what looked like the tiniest of potions until he puts them down in front of you. And then you realize they're just regular-sized potions. But in his hand, they look really tiny. And he says, This is from my personal stores. It is a potion of giant size. One for each of you. You may use it whenever you wish, but I would recommend that you use it when we face the dragon. You'll be able to fight as true giants fight. Cool. Thank you. Wow, that's gonna be really weird. It's gonna be really weird. Is that what you said? Yeah. Does it actually? Does it scale all of us to like thirty feet? So like we'll all be the same height? Or is it more of a ratio? Is it? Of... Yeah. Does it like? Does it change our proportions? <laughs> You're like a human. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Takes it. Oh hey. <laughs> <laughs> if you are of human size or smaller. It'll make you equivalent in size to myself, both in size and in strength. This potion is a pale white liquid made from the tongue of a giant clam with a pungent aroma akin to that of rotting algae. It tastes sweet, however, when consumed. (laughs) (laughs) The aftertaste is oaky with a hint of... (laughs) He says, have you prepared yourselves? Yeah, yeah, I think we're pretty prepared, I've still got a lot of potions. Yeah, I'm about to as prepared as I can be, I think. He says, These are my bodyguards. Nimer, Orlecto, Sheldor, Vasha. None of them are wearing red, right? None of them. No, they all are dressed in similar attire. They all look to be wearing some kind of pearlescent scale mail. One of them's slightly older, and this is his last mission before retirement, <laughs> so he can spend more time with his daughter's family. <laughs> no! <laughs> Why? 
And he says, I've charged each with ensuring that you arrive safely. Sweet. I think we just got steeds. Nice. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Tevya Schmidt, Chris Gergetsch, Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, and Amy Trout, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. And until next week, be the hero.